Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shane Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and I am almost finished with the fifth season. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, <coughs> I'm Jay, and <laughs> I I guess I've finished some seasons as well. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a book. It's a book, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I love, how have you not read it, Josh? It is a, Nebu- or a uh, Hugo no, Award winner. I've read it. Yeah. I just, Jay's I'm the one who like, has it. It's not a book. I'm like, I'm so confused right now. That's funny. Uh, I'm Josh, and I'm about a third of the way through Truman by David McCullough, which has been a fascinating listen. I'm just listening to it on Audible. Like, I needed something a little political, but also I was really curious about, you know, the guy who in the end drops the bombs. Uh, So, Trevor, have, have you liked the fifth season? Uh, I have mixed emotions. Um, I don't want to get into it, I guess, if if we're going to grade it at some point. But um, I share your mixed emotions for the record. I have not, I've not finished it, so I also have a hard time grading it. But there, I have some harsh complaints about the first quarter of the book. Um, and I have a little harsh complaint about one other thing, which is maybe me being a prude. Uh, but um, there's a fairly graphic sex scene in it that I just didn't feel like was necessary. And it sort of like, I don't know, maybe doesn't fit the tone of the rest of the book. Anyway, does, does that just doesn't matter, but the, it just felt out of place kind of, it thing. did feel, it filled out a little out of, well, felt, I, I won't call it out of place. I'll call it unnecessary. Like it doesn't, it didn't feel like it added anything to the plot for me, but w- whatever that that's neither here nor there. Okay. Um, the part that does bother me is for the first quarter of the book, she drags you, through her world without any well, i won't say any without enough exposition and it really really bugs me like i'm i was trying to find wikis and other things where i that i wouldn't get spoilers from that i could figure out what the heck she was talking about like i hated it like i just didn't she just didn't explain anything about her new and fantastical world that she was trying to share with me and I mean, by the time you get to where I'm at, which is three quarters of the way through the book or farther, you understand it at that point. But it's because you were you had to be beaten over the head with it <laughs> with like this really blunt exposition that is not is not explicit in any way until you finally get it. And I just I, I, there were times when I, this is what I'll, how I'll sum it up. There are times when I was like, wow, this is a really great book. And then there were times where I was like, wow, this won a Hugo Award. Maybe I should try <laughs> <laughs> I love the hoots paw on that one, baby. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, man, she just, I, I don't know. I don't know if she does that in all of her books because clearly she's, 
she's a you know an accomplished writer and she has a lot of well-loved books uh and this was she's, the big one right she's the won the macarthur one. genius award ah man i don't know what she has against you know telling us about her world so that you understand but she's really just uh didn't uh for the first at all hardly at all i mean she gets a little better about it after you already know <laughs> so i i started reading that book at somewhere towards the start of the pandemic and was quickly just like, oh, well, this isn't going to work right now for me. Um, partially because just in general, books where I'm like not really understanding what's going on don't really appeal to me that much. That's not why I read a book. <laughs> um, and also... <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that one got me where you're like, I don't read a book for it to not appeal to me. <laughs> that's what i took away from that oh that's that's fair but i mean i would you know essentially um after that there was a while where i went where i wasn't reading really anything and then i switched to um mostly rereading some of my favorite books and that worked well for me um i'm now to the point where i am reading some other stuff uh mixed in with the that's new to me mixed in with some um favorite rereads i just uh finished rereading the the deed of paxenarian oh fun okay well let me just say that i hope i'm not the only one that i that you know because normally this is the type of book that i would have never made it i don't know i honestly don't know how i made it through the first quarter of the book i'm seriously impressed like i'm here to tell you like this yeah i'm impressed do do you agree with my assessment of the first quarter of the book yeah there are things about the book that i did not connect with in the way that i expected to you know but i and i can't deny that the lady isn't a an, an incredible wordsmith right but like i didn't connect with the world in the way i think a lot of people do so i think i would have if she would have taken a little time to explain what the world she was putting me in she just she would, she would use words and other things about things and, and give me zero explanation as to what they were yeah and, and make them integral to the plot and i'm like why just tell me what it is <laughs> and it is it's it's frequently it's certainly of the last decade it's it's considered like the greatest work of speculative fiction and well and it's uh sometimes it's a trilogy isn't it yeah it is and all yeah, three and, books and to, to sort of agree with you trevor like i've only read the first one so i'm really enjoying it now now okay. that i'm now that i've gotten to the point where i at least understand what's going on and understand you know the world that they live in i have some other complaints but i don't want to give them here because they are pretty spoilery um but and i'm also not 100 percent certain that my complaints are valid until i finish the book sure um but anyway yeah i would i wouldn't want to discourage anybody from reading it but it was really hard for a reader like me to get into it because the the first bit really drug on because i was i was just grasping trying to understand what she was telling me Hmm. all right well um i guess for discount games inc um the new thing from games workshop is the imperial knights and chaos knights so, you know, p- play with your awesome titans and make pew-pew noises with them as they crush your enemies. Oh my gosh, I wish I could. I just feel like I haven't been making enough pew-pew noises in my life, really. Um, this sounds correct, Josh. 
if you weren't so much of a rhino, you would have <laughs> more pew pew noises in your life. You're dead to me now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to grade Moon Knight now. Um, and I guess this will be spoiler E. So I, I don't know how you could grade Moon Knight without spoilers. I mean, yeah. to, be, to be fair, if you've been on any social media, some of the stuff we're going to talk about has already been spoiled to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. I'm 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 pretty curious where you guys come in on this. I'm guessing I'm going to be a little bit more negative than the than you two are. Mm, well, you know, you are a negative Nancy, so. <laughs> that's not me at all, Josh. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm interested to hear too, where, where it all comes together. That's why. Let me, let me ask you guys a question before we get started. Um, have either of you read any of the source material? Like three or four issues. Okay. Like, um, you know, um, Greggles in our discord, he had recommended one to start with and I started it. And frankly, then I think I started running for a political office like a like a Nimrod, and uh, and so I haven't read any more than that. I've read I think probably like a six um, comic arc, and I'm not even sure that it was one where he was the main character. He may have just been. We may have been focusing on a different character, and he was still in it. But yeah, like he was just present kind of thing. Yeah, there was. It was like basically a a siege in a city and he was in on one side of, of the fight. The thing that's funny is so most commonly he is described as, um, Marvel's version of Batman. Yeah. Which, which isn't a great description. No, like not even that a little bit. Seems like a horrible description. I mean, I, I've not read any of the comics, so all I, all, my only frame of reference is the show, but that is a horrible, horrible description. Even in the comics, it's a horrible description. Okay. And there, yeah. I, I think he shares almost nothing in common with Batman, other than he punches similar, people. Except it's white instead of black. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> so you you've not read any of the source material, Trevor? What have what's been your uh, opinion or experience of it with just the MCU show? Um, I really enjoyed it uh, from a, how do I put it? From a storytelling perspective, as far as like the character, the character's interesting to me. How's that? The okay. the execution in some places was a bit rough. I thought the pilot was freaking magnificent, just for the record. The, pi- the pilot is magnificent. Like, You're is correct. it, am I wrong? Is it the best episode of the, of the season? You're probably not It probably wrong. is. And, you Which know, part not, of it is... That's not praise in any way, shape, or form. I mean, you shouldn't have yeah, yeah, the first yeah. episode be your best. Right, it shouldn't go down. Yeah, it shouldn't be like, it all goes down go from here. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of does a little bit, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, that's one of my issues. Um, and here's the thing, is part of why the... I feel like part of why the first episode was so good is there was... <laughs> it, it's the whole thing about, like, don't show too much of the monster. You know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. There was enough of this mystery that you're like, oh, that I mean, like some of the scenes where it's like, whatever, I mean, as you say, he like blacks out or whatever and comes to and like there's mm-hmm. a bunch of dead people around him. I'm like, that was awesome. Like, 
implied violence of of you know a high degree basically i mean so i'm going to sound critical in my review of this and that's i guess partially because there are a lot of things that were really cool um and some things that are just kind of i wish that it could have been better um and so there were things that first off i'll preface i guess by saying that there were a lot of things that i thought were were really good really cool um the pilot was great um introducing the character moon knight is great having ethan hawk he's he's an actor i like quite a lot so having him uh in the mcu i, I thought was great I, I thought that ethan hawk was one of the the bright yeah, points dude, of his character of the series. is freaking scary yeah yeah i agree uh i i think oscar isaac did a great job too i think both of them did fantastic jobs there was just points where the the storyboards maybe the writing didn't necessarily hold them up as well as it should have Yes. But I, I, I would I would applaud both Ethan Hawke and Oscar Isaac for their performances. Just so fantastic. Here's, here's one of my big issues with the series. Is <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> um first off, I kind of feel like the structure or pacing of the series was off for me. And so it so the the series is only six episodes long. And the episode five, the penultimate um, episode, is when uh, a lot of there's a, it's kind of a reveals of some of the stuff that's going on with him, or or you you get kind of finally the some of the origin story details um, for this character, and I and I guess this kind of um, goes back to ironically about what we were talking about with the fifth element but i just don't enjoy going on this long in a story of not knowing what's going on and so it felt like to me that they waited too long for that and actually it would have been it more feels it like was, it would have been it, it more feels to me like it wasn't necessarily in a bad place in the episodes it's it's more just that they needed to have more episodes from <laughs> from that point in yes. order. To- oh, so, yeah, so yeah. Two two issues. It should have been trickled in rather than smashed into episode sure. five. Yeah, yeah. And additionally, it feels like it's the same problem that I had with the fifth season. Here's your exposition in in episode five. Oh yeah, by the way, episode six is the end of the book. Yes. Like, right. Oh my gosh, really? Yes, that that is probably my biggest complaint, and I think I and, saw quite a few people complaining about it on social media in that everyone's like, "There's like at the end of episode five, the common complaint was what? There's only one more episode." Correct, and like in some of the Discord channels I was in, etc., a common thing said was something along the lines of, um, "Well, you know, there's, um, you know, the rumor is that." you know episode six is is going to be long and it's going to be the longest one of the uh (laughs) series and i hope that it's an hour and a half and and then it's the shortest episode of the season uh yeah yeah and don't you feel like it it was almost like they were gonna trickle some stuff out like you're talking about trevor but they just didn't do very much because i just feel like there were hints of that origin stuff in the earlier episodes, but they weren't very 
useful hints, right? Like Yeah, they're they are useless hints. They're really in comparison to what you get in episode five, which is a the floodgates. It it, it really feels like so much is happening right there. And there was honestly, I just don't feel like there was enough. I mean, you sort of expect that sort of trauma um, when you know somebody has um, a multiple personality disorder or whatever. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know the official name of it. Um, but I just, I was hoping to get more of it and not as much of it in one clump. I mean, you kind of expect it throughout the. I mean, you have to expect something. Something has caused this this break. Um, and I think they did a really good job of introducing his um, his disorder throughout the first four episodes. Mm-hmm. But then I but then I need four episodes of the trauma, and then I need four episodes of resolution. Yeah, give, give <laughs> me twelve. Twelve episodes is what I needed, not six. And this character totally could have carried 12 episodes and here's here's the other issue that i have and and this i think is is potentially um kind of me being a spoiled are you you about to be petty okay at this point but i kind of feel like i guess this is kind of a pro and a con of the mcu at this point um is that you know i i kind of feel like part of the reason why i watch the mcu is because it's all, you know, one big interconnected story. And there's a lot of references going on throughout it. And this show, in the the first six episodes of season one, it doesn't really have a connection to... You don't think there's going to be a wild eclipse at some point in one of the MCU movies that's... I hope so. I might... <laughs> I will be, I'll be pretty disappointed if there isn't, but, you know, at this point, Oscar Isaac, my understanding is that he's under contract for nothing related to the MCU at this point. Mm. That obviously does not mean that he can't be in the future, but uh, after his um, experience with Star Wars, it was important to him to uh, not have a long-term commitment to the project. And oh, so, really? Interesting. Okay. So it's very possible that this is the, all we're going to see of Moon Knight, and I'll kind of feel like it will have been a failure if that's the case. And do you, do you think that that's fair or, or am I just, <laughs> uh, well, I think that counts as a failure. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't think that's like harsh. Especially other than we as like human beings or I don't know, is this human beings or Americans? Like we basically consider the word failure to be like the the gravest insult. (laughs) Well, I mean, compared to what we were introduced to as a character introduction, the six episodes are fine. Other though, other than the sort of rush. Sure. Yeah. Other than the pacing issues of the, of the plot. Um, I mean, it's we were introduced to a great character that I think many of us really like. Um, you know, there were times when I hated Mark Spector, and I think everyone else did as well. But by the end, you actually start to understand and appreciate who he is and why he is the way he is, and and you start to really like the two uh, different personalities and the way they they start to interact. I mean, they start interacting much much more um, the farther it gets into the show, and it's I. 
I liked it. I wanted to see more of it. I'm I will be vastly disappointed if this is the last we see of the Moon Knight. Well, it is kind of it, it has some unique elements to it, right? Because of the whole disorder and like you said, like <laughs> some of those interactions. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at a couple of the interactions, but you take the body. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I will also be sad. It's it's also uh, it's also super sad that at the so this is we've we've sort of danced around a lot of the spoilers thus far, but at the very end of episode six, that the the post credit scene, um, we're given we're given hope of more. Mm, yeah, that's savage. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the post the the funny thing is that I watched the finale and I didn't watch the I didn't check for a post credit scene. Okay. And someone someone mentioned it and so, you know, later that day, like at the end of the day, I, I went and watched it. Um but yeah, it does it is like I guess another complaint is that it feels like it is too big of a deal for them to have put in a post credits teaser as well. I, I will say the funny thing is I don't think my family have seen it either. Um, so this is, I'm going to describe something that happens frequently in my home. <laughs> I've mentioned it before, but I fall asleep in movies and part of it is because of my diabetes and I'm especially right now, I'm not exercising. So it is at its height. So my issue is, is that I'll fall asleep in a movie and then, and then I'll wake up when it's done or whatever. <laughs> And my wife has almost given up on trying to keep me awake during these things. So during the last episode of Moon Knight, um, at about 20 minutes to the end of the episode, I fall asleep. So episode ends, my family will get up, walk away. I don't think any of them saw the post credit scene. I wake up, realize that I have not seen it. Back up 20 minutes, begin playing it. I make about two minutes into it again before I fall asleep again. Rinse, repeat, do that five times which this is not uncommon for me to be able to complete it. I, I slowly at, at two to five minute intervals complete the entire thing and I'll wake up and it'll be like trying to play something else or moving on to the next episode and I'll go back and do it again. So I'm, I, I think I'm the only one who actually, because I think I fell asleep on my last viewing of it at the end of the credits and then woke up like, you know, a minute later, um, basically right when the post credit scene was playing. So anyway, um, I should probably talk to a doctor about all this, but it's been <laughs> happening my entire life. So, and it's, I think it's somewhat genetic as well. Cause my father and my grandmother did it. So yeah, my diabetes induced narcolepsy, which I know is a thing. It's not just me. Um, I guess what other thoughts, if any, do you guys have on, on the show? Uh, I'm curious if you guys feel like, um, and maybe it's just because of the dynamic of the two different characters, right? The Stephen and Mark. Like, do you feel like the other supporting cast are pretty overshadowed? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel like there's a good Robin to the Batman here or a or a Peter Parker to the Iron Man. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like Stephen Grant is, the, the, or maybe Mark Spector's the spot. I don't know. Which one's the sidekick, I guess? Like, does that get, do you feel like that got better or did that get worse too? The whole supporting characters. Um, what do you, what do you think, Trevor? Um, so the, his, I don't know what to call her. Ex-wife, wife. Yeah. I mean, you can just call her Layla. That's, 
you okay. know, that's that's who I'm talking about, really. Although I guess you could also call a supporting character. Um, geez, why did I just forget the moon god's name? Conchu. Conchu. That dude's funny, for the record. <laughs> like what um, a dick, but he's funny. So it doesn't feel like there's enough supporting characters. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put it that way. Um, I think that I we could have gotten a lot more of Layla. Um, mm-hmm. her be- her best episode is six uh, mm-hmm. by a long ways. Um, and we just could have had more of that, I guess. Um, like there really could have been at least four more episodes, no problem. Yeah. Um, and really, it feels like that she's her best episode is six and it's fantastic and you want a ton more of that and you really only get about 10 minutes of it mm. yeah, yeah yeah so i i feel like the the whole series sort of falls a little bit flat when it comes to supporting characters it's really about um the moon knight conchu and um i can't think of his name but but ethan hawk's character harrow arthur harrow yeah yeah it, yeah. it really does. It really doesn't go farther than that, and it really should. Well, and again, I guess all I've really done is reintroduce the recurring theme here: is that there just should have been more. Yeah. Of it, yeah. Right. Well, and I, I guess I maybe I understand a little bit because these seem like very expensive episodes for Disney, yeah. and really they're trying to basically shoot a full-length movie and instead just make it into a bunch of episodes and not cut anything out of it, which I, I guess I appreciate. Um, I guarantee you that Moon Knight is not going to make them as much as a feature film would have made uh, a Moon Knight feature film. Um, so in the end, I don't know how long this is going to last. I love it. I love these series, even the short ones. Um, but I just don't know how long they're going to be able to keep this up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's it doesn't seem sustainable. To me, it doesn't. I mean, I, no. I'm assuming they spent as much on Moon Knight as they would on a feature-length film. And I guarantee you, you know, Marvel films. I would, I would assume that's not true, but maybe I'm wrong. That'd be interesting. I mean, the Doctor they had Strange. Just as much CGI in it as they do in. I mean, not not in like Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange can have a ton of CGI. Right. But but a lot of the 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 films didn't have a ton. Uh, they had enough, and I and Moon Knight has just as much as any of those. Maybe they're you know getting better at it streamlining the process so i guess before we go into grading the series mm-hmm. i'm curious i want to hear your guys's ranks of um oh dang are you gonna make us grade all of the series right now the disney plus mcu series okay i gotta i gotta write them all down really quick say them say them to me so we got I'm probably going to say them in order on accident. So we got uh, WandaVision. We've got, yeah, Loki, WandaVision, Loki, what, uh, if, what If. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Hawkeye. Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, Hawkeye. Moon Dude, Knight. Are we, are what am I ca- missing? Are we counting like Luke Cage, Agent Carter, no. Iron Fist? No. Come on. I mean, look, look. Daredevil was amazing. But it wasn't it wasn't a Disney Plus episode or it wasn't a Disney Plus production. That's my point. Yes. yes. Why we're not counting. <sighs> OK, fine. Is that not fair? Anyway. No, that's yes. I completely agree. So reasonable. That's me. I'm the I'm the reasonablest. Uh, OK. Did we <laughs> miss any? Again, while you're a rhino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. So I've got six to grade here, right? 
Uh, yeah. Yes. So Trevor, you go first. Give us your give I us your like, ranking. I'm so excited to just fully disappoint Jay here with my with my rankings. Okay, so it's going from worst to best. Okay. Uh, number six. What if? Man. Um, number five. Uh, Moon Knight. Rude. So it hurts. Rude. It hurts, but it. I can't put it above Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is what I'm going to put next. Okay. Um, and then I put Hawkeye, then WandaVision, Loki as number, my number one. That is bizarre. Wow. I just feel like I've been on a journey into the multiverse <laughs> of madness. That's what just happened to me. All right. Um, are you ready for mine? Or no, no, no. Ready? I want to hear Jay's, which is going to be closer to mine than yours, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. So I've, I've got What If as number six. I have Moon Knight as number five. Um it's a pretty big debate on me between Hawkeye and Falcon Winter Soldier next. I probably put uh, like, it felt like Falcon and Winter Soldier had the most issues related to pandemic of all of them. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'd probably put that next and then Hawkeye and then Loki and then one division. All right. I'm ready to disappoint Jay. I'm so okay. excited. Oh, so, uh, bottom for me is Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. Uh, Moon Knight above that. Then what if? Then number three is Loki. Number two is Hawkeye. <laughs> and my number one is WandaVision. I hate you both for not putting Loki number one. <laughs> uh, I mean, I do love Loki. I I feel like... Now, if we, were, if we were grading characters, you know, I would obviously put Gator Loki at the top, but... I do kind of feel like there are kind of some tiers, and Loki and WandaVision are in a tier all of their own, it feels to me. Yeah. Well, do you know what's interesting, too, is, like, WandaVision was very much self-contained, right? Like... Oh, just you wait. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, geez. Oh, I didn't think of that. Okay, never mind. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I okay. don't. I don't think. I don't think it's. I think it was all uh, to me. Even at the time watching, it was, it, it was stuff all, up. It was all set up. The whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, up. that makes sense. Well, I actually, okay. I actually feel that way with Loki too. I mean, I don't have any confirmation of that, but it feels like a lot of setup. Well, effing better be. And I'm actually <laughs> a little. I'm a little disappointed that, um, you know, honestly, there hasn't been more tie-ins with, with Loki. Loki yet. Yeah, me too. I mean, it really feels like here's 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 phase four. We're setting it up on a tee. Yeah, exactly. To knock it out of the park, and then you get, and then I'm thinking, oh yeah, here we go. You know, here's here's this Kang. This is exactly what you've been waiting for. Right, and then there's nothing. Just radio silence on Kang the Conqueror. I'm like, what? What? You're in the wrong multiverse. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm ready for it. Bring it on. But anyway. Uh, I feel like Moon Knight could have been, you know, in that same realm. It just, you know, maybe they were more focused on here's the character, whereas they didn't have to do that with Wanda and and Loki, you know. And Moon Knight, I think that he's probably um, not a well commonly read comic book for the vast majority of people, even some of us who do read some comics. And mm -hmm. so I just spend a lot of time introducing the character and maybe they I feel like that's all they accomplished. At the end of the day, it really was a it just an intro. It was just an origin story series, basically. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And it just really needed more than that to be. And I, I also just kind of come back to, I feel kind of 
so disappointed that I had a pretty high expectation from the pilot. Mm-hmm. And it feels like um, it's it was disappointing that it felt to me like the rest of the that it was all downhill from from the beginning, <laughs> which you which you never want to have happen as a storyteller. That's probably the biggest challenge, really. I mean, there, th- there th- are, that's exactly there are, what happened. There are many moments throughout the entire series that hit the same highs. They just don't do it consistently or for as long. As like the they did in that episode, you're saying. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the One other complaint. I, I said this to another friend. He didn't necessarily agree uh, with me as, as much as, um, as the way I felt. I'm curious what you guys think. But I guess one of the one of the issues I had with the show as well is that it kind of felt like it didn't follow a lot of the um, storytelling pacing or beats that you come to expect from a good series. And, and I, again, not to, I guess, beat a dead horse, but I kind of feel like that's mostly coming down to it not having enough uh, episodes like I had said, I don't necessarily think that some of the reveals they did were at a bad place. It just needed more story going on after that. Um, but did you did you feel that way about it as well, or no? So I don't I don't mind. I, yeah, I mean, I guess I agree that the, the highs of the early one and then the lows throughout the remainder of the series are not necessarily the problem. It's that we never get like you. I don't mind having the the big bang to begin with, and then some sure. you know, some more lows throughout the series. But it really needs to to hit a crescendo, which it did not. Yeah. I, I I mean, it, it felt like it could have, or it was on the pace to do so. It just doesn't. Yeah, that's what it felt like to me. As you like, it felt like episode three four you're starting to kind of ramp back up right and it, then it does oh, i mean kidding. that's the thing yeah. it, it it does feel like it should be doing that way and i i guess a lot of people you know that's what after episode five that's why everyone was kind of in that same boat because they're like man it feels like this should be continuing that upward pace and then all of a sudden you hit the cliff and just fall off <laughs> so um i i do want to praise the show though for uh the characters i think they're all interesting i want to praise the show for its uh production values i mean for compared to the tv quote tv that we got as kids oh yeah it's hard i mean oh i don't know come on airwolf come on (laughs) (laughs) don't 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 pluck my heartstrings like that a team baby this is you know a team's better than this right uh I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of A-Team, Josh. But I, I getting on no plane, animal. I don't know if you've gone back and watched some of it, but it's pretty rough. It don't hold up so good. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't hold up very well anymore. Um, uh, a lot of it doesn't. I mean, there's the funny thing about the A-Team in many of those shows is they basically took shots and just reused them every. It's just I don't. Do you have you guys? Do you guys remember, or maybe you, you haven't read it? The 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 panel um, in uh, Invincible where he meets with a comic book writer and he says, you know, why is it that sometimes, you know, you guys use the same panels repeatedly and there's three panels of the same thing where they're just staring at each other. (laughs) And then then the the comic book author says to Mark Grayson, he says, because it's cheap, 
or it's easy or whatever. And then there's three more panels. It's identical. That's the way TV was back in the eighties. Like they would just reuse shots everywhere, especially on shows like Airwolf. Where it was really, you know, but throwing as a kids, we were too dumb to know any better. Right. Like, well, I mean, you know, you got the, the guy that gets blown up from on a team and flies over the camera that happened at least once every episode, same guy, same scene. <laughs> And in Airwolf, I mean, Dukes they, of Hazard, right? You always yeah, have to the jump. jump from the car. I mean, how many times can they jump the car? You know, they've got to reuse some of that footage. Um, so it's just anyway, the, the the production value compared to that of modern shows is just off the charts. And this show and most of the Disney Plus shows are a step ahead of a lot of those. Of modern stuff, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Of other modern stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. All right. Like well, the, are you are you now that you're praising the show, are you ready to grade it? That's the yes, real question. Sure. Yeah, let's go. All right. Well, design is up first then. Uh, I give high points for like the aesthetic and costume design. Like I love both suits so much. It hurts. <laughs> Some in the suit. Um, but the show gets dinged on design here for exactly what we just keep harping on. Right. Is just like, the pacing being off and and trying to trying to compress too much into too too little of episodes, right? So I think it is. I, I, honestly, I think it's an average design grade overall. I'm going to give it a five. Um, I think you're being maybe a little too harsh on some of the negatives and not praising some of the bonuses. I think maybe we're we're spoiled. We're spoiled. Yeah, I, I think you're right. You're probably right. Yeah, I. I think it's probably better than that. I'm going to give it a seven. I actually think it's, you know, certainly there are issues, but as far as, I mean, I've watched some shows on other <laughs> streaming services recently, and they just sort of reminded me of how nice we have it when we come to Disney um, stuff. I mean, certainly this didn't hold up to Disney standards, but compared to a lot of others. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, This is a totally random question, Trevor, but did you, have you watched Hit Monkey? Because I know you have Hulu, so. Um, I have not. It's been one on my list, but it is. Okay, you have Jay, and is it watch worth watching? Uh, I. It's weird. I enjoyed it. It's um, in the Marvel universe, right? Like. Yes. Okay. Kind of. <laughs> anyway, that I was just thinking of when you said other streaming services that made me think of Hulu, Trevor, and that's kind of what you're talking about, right? There's there's definitely a quality. Uh, call it let's call it golf maybe <laughs> well hulu is owned by disney too right oh okay Partial, yeah yeah so um I, I mean hulu is not a great example most of their they have they do their plain stuff a lot of it is plain stuff from broadcast television yeah and, and the stuff that they do that's that's theirs i think is pretty real quality as well i mean i'm 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 pointing my fingers mostly at like apple tv and um some of the others like that uh so netflix takes the shotgun approach yeah you know they just they shotgun out a ton of stuff and some of it comes up all aces but a bunch of it is just trash um so yeah i mean this is okay this is i guess totally well actually when we when we get to when we finally grade stranger things i'll talk about netflix and stuff that's been going on with them so we can we can keep going um my design I, I don't want to give it a seven just because I'm averse to sevens. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jay. We were part of that long ago. Didn't and we? if I had to say if it was a six or an eight, I would say an eight. 
And I think that really a lot of my disappointments with the show are that it feels like it was so close to being a great show. This is total bull because this is Ethan Hawke fanboyism is what's happening right here. <laughs> Don't even try to deny it. This is I, one of uh, are Ethan you telling, Hawke is, is is the statement that I just made wrong? That no, no. The, the there's performances, a lot of good things going on here, and that it was so close that it, to being great. You're correct. And, right. and this is one of I I'm not an Ethan Hawke fanboy. I haven't seen a lot of Ethan Hawke, but from what I've seen, this is one of his best performances. Is that fair to say? Uh, uh, no, I'm the Ethan Hawke fanboy. Like what he does is he gets up and he puts out performances like this. <laughs> That's what he does. Well, this is fantastic. <laughs> OK, next one after design uh, time management. So I'm giving it a two there. I said it <laughs> because. That is that is its this is its Achilles heel. This is its fatal flaw. This is the evidence that it is a rhino. <laughs> I'm I, I want to I want to argue with you just specifically because you said that. <laughs> I'm not going to. I agree with you. It's a two. Like there there are times when the episodes feel mispaced. There are times when yeah. they're when they uh they either stuff too much or too little into an episode and there's just too few episodes i mean a two seems i am you you can talk me down to a three whatever <laughs> all right what's next repeatability uh which actually this is higher for me than because mainly because i want to watch the pilot again uh i mean it doesn't have like m night Shyamalan level twists right is that fair to say? Mm. Or do you feel like it is that level? You know what I mean? Because like, no, I feel like it's, a, it's, I, it's not that level until you see the uh, episode six end credits, I guess. Oh, I guess that's true. I was just going to say, because I feel like Shyamalan's, um, you know, his twists are ones that you can't really rewatch. You know what I mean? So No, this is rewatchable. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to give it a six on rewatchability. That, that's my yeah. rewatchability score. I think that's where I'm, my highest score so far. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> uh, you're probably right. I mean, the thing, the truth is, is if if this is the end of the Moon Knight, if if there is no tie-ins, if there's no season two, if there's if there's no more, I will never rewatch this. Mm, interesting. So you're giving a conditional score of what? I mean, for me, it's more like a four. I okay. I don't I don't have it's any a four design. without any additional. But if it had additional, then what is it? Probably a six, like you're like I'm saying. So if this is just an origin story, and we're gonna get a season two, or this is gonna get a tie into some major motion pictures, and he's gonna become a regular, then I, I it would probably be more like a six. Yeah, hmm. I will okay. I will re if he ties in at all, like if he shows up anywhere, I will go back and rewatch it. If he does not, I will. I'm going to dust my feet and walk like, away. Like, like if the next Endgame level movie, the the rings open up and he steps out of one. Trevor's like, I gotta rewatch the the series now. <laughs> uh, yes, that is accurate. Everything you okay. said is correct. Okay, all right. Just making sure I understood the stakes <laughs> here. <laughs> You've properly uh, properly framed the stakes. Yes. That's funny. Jay, what's your score on repeatability, sir? Um, I'd probably go with a six as well. I am, I am kind of intrigued to go back and watch it, uh, from the lens of, um, you know, 
with some of the information that I have now uh, from episode five, et cetera, or I guess the end credits of episode six. Um, I'm, I'm curious to watch, um, watch it with that information. So, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the fun score. This is actually going to be my highest score. Um, I'm giving it an eight, honestly, on fun. Like there is so much that felt a a little bit different enough, you know, like with the disorder and again, like the way they handled savage violence in the pilot episode and, um, you know, just some of the interactions when the, when the Steven and Mark start to interact with each other, like all that stuff. I don't know. I, I just, I thought it was a ton of fun, even with the disappointments of sort of the, shortened you know season or whatever however you want to describe that so that's that's my high score um i i'm going to agree with josh i think that this is why jay's comment about how it could have been there is because of this it is fun you see these moments where it is good you see all the the fun and excitement you could have had if you'd gotten six more episodes and and that's really what kept us going for the first six episodes i you know you see just a lot of cool stuff uh i had a lot of fun i did enjoy the show it was just i mean i guess maybe the reason why our our complaints are are as harsh as they are is because we we wanted it to be that we 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 saw like it was kind of pretty close to being that yeah um i'll i'll agree as well look at that 888 that was kind of cool all right we're two overall um man i feel like i need to average my numbers and give it like a savage decimal point rating here but like (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna call it uh, i think it's just average i think it's just i'm gonna give it a five right like aim aim for the stars and you'll land in the moon i guess um yeah i i hate to agree but it really is kind of average at the end of the day because of all of you know the highs and lows but i i hate I hate that because I have more, I had more fun watching this than your average five show. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I but I was like, also more disappointed than <laughs> than I feel when like, watching your average five show. Yeah. I mean, this right. to me, this isn't an overall five because I mean, I guess maybe I'm just consuming more television than you guys. Uh, I certainly am than Josh, obviously. Um, You're probably consuming more than me too. I, yeah, I, I have to watch I have to watch Moon Knight episode six seven times, Jay, to get to the end. <laughs> it's I don't consume much because of that. That's that's fair. Um but even with the disappointments, there is um it's it's still there's a lot of things that are noteworthy about it. Um I I would probably say a seven and then bump up to an eight if I was banned from saying a seven. So Wow. And he started this off by saying that he was going to be the harsher one. Yeah, no kidding. Well, it's the it's the freaking Ethan Hawke fan whiz, and he can't <laughs> overcome it, dude. Which is understandable. All right, let's talk real briefly about audience. Um, so I watched this on dark. my own first, yeah, because I was worried about how dark it was. But I do feel like I would be fine to watch it with like my my young teenager, you know, my fourteen year old and up. I mean, but it, it, it's it's like PG thirteen television, right? Is that not fair to say? Like, I don't think you want your I would, young kids I would say that's probably it. true. I mean, it doesn't have, um, I mean, Americans are okay with violence. So, uh, it has violence, not sex. If, if when you're looking at your 
I don't Matrix. know. Steven's pretty sexy when he puts on the suit. The what do they call it when he when he's in that suit? Is it the Mister Knight suit or something like that? I don't know, but it's amazing. <laughs> it's so funny. It's the best. Uh, okay, yeah, I think that's fair. All right, uh, go no go. Uh, I'm still a go on it, despite my mean grades. Yeah. Um. So I just want to briefly touch on multiple personality disorder, dissociative identity disorder, whatever it's called. I I feel like that I don't know enough about it to say whether or not the show does a tasteful treatment of it. Yeah, but I would be concerned if 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 that is a concern for you is something you don't want to watch. I wouldn't I would say don't watch it. Mm. Um, That's a That's a good warning. Yeah, that's a good reminder. Yeah, I, I don't know that they do it. I feel like they do it tastefully, but I'm I don't have I don't know anybody and I don't have it. So I am really and I'm not a and a, I don't a medical professional of any kind. I don't feel that I mean it, when I guess a movie that you, you made me think of was that I kind of felt like the Joker did a a bad job with how it treated mental health. Um, and I didn't feel necessarily the same way about this one as I did about that movie. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean much, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. And, and this is, this trope is something that, uh, comics and Hollywood love to, to, to throw out there and to use willy nilly. And I think that it's, it's far more uncommon in the real world than it is in Hollywood and, and TV and comics. I mean, you get movies like Split and The Joker and et cetera, et cetera. Of uh, this, this is just—it's they love to throw it in when they want to create internal conflict in a character, and I think it's unfair sometimes the way that it gets used. So I will, as as a warning to, I guess Josh or other people who haven't seen uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I'll, I will say that it feels tonally different than any other MCU movie and probably is the closest to feeling like an R-rated movie that the MCU's gotten. Oh, wow. I mean, I knew that it was you, supposed to be sort of a horror film. Yeah. You, you could have told me that before I bought five tickets for my family at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> I watched it. I, mean, I don't know. What, I, I assumed you had bought those a while ago. No, I literally got up this morning. The problem is, is we have we have scheduling conflicts. Yeah. Um, Actually, so, I'm glad I'm I'm glad to know that because that means I'm only going to take my 14 year old. I'm not going to take I, the, the good doctor. Uh, I mean that's probably a good idea. I mean, I'm curious after you watch it if you agree that it was a good idea or not. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, is I don't know that I can successfully tell my 10 year old that he's the only one staying home right um i don't know your kids are pretty mentally tough though trevor like that's because i beat them up every well day. that's what i mean you you've like <laughs> you, yeah you've built some resistances into them that some of the rest of us probably don't have to worry <laughs> uh to be fair my youngest is by far the most sensitive he cries at the drop of a hat he really is. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. He he is he is by far and away the most tender soul in our family. Um, oh boy. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's it's one of those things that um, sometimes. So like like last year during football, 
I was really trying to toughen him up a little bit to to get him to you know attack the ball, do just be more aggressive. It just failed. It really flopped on its face repeatedly because he's just he's he is you know he's Ferdinand the bull. He wants to sniff the flowers, not smash them. That's fun. So it was it's it was a struggle for me, and uh, you know he he is he's easily the most tender soul in our family. So I don't know. It, it makes me question my choice to take him to this movie tonight. But he will he will. I mean, it, he'll be a tender soul up until I tell him he can't go, and then the riots will begin. <laughs> well, I he has my anger as well. I mean, I did not leave that out of my children. I'm very curious to, I guess, get your opinion on that tonight as well trevor (laughs) do you feel like there's any other um mcu stuff that is tonally similar no there's i don't feel like there's any movie in the mcu that is like doctor strange interesting what about the episode of the doctor strange what yeah yeah um jay get it give it to us on that yeah maybe maybe some similarities there yeah oh geez okay yeah we're definitely leaving my wife home then okay well We'll have to discuss it with the wife. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, all right. Uh, let us know what you guys think of uh, Moon Knight and what you think of Doctor Strange. And have a good day.